What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Period. Call me when you need some. Call me when you need some. Call me when you need some love. <laughs> hey, for, sometimes I be listening to Summer Walker music and I'm like, this the girl saying this? Yeah. Because the way she talk and carry herself do not give Hitmaker. <laughs> I, I don't know. I honestly feel like that it's a it's like a flat, like a put on. Because, you think so? Yeah, I think the ghetto stuff is very fake. It comes off like that. And then on top of that, she's from like North Atlanta, like Alpharetta. True. She went to like North Springs High School or Chambly, one of them schools. You I can see that. Ghetto. At One all. of my friends from Gwinnett don't even know who Schoolie is. You see what I'm saying? And she you my age. I feel like she was introduced to the hood when she started dancing. That's just me. Oh, that might that makes sense actually, because she got style. She's very unique. It just is not. That's interesting. She said, you know what I mean? Strippers that I used to work with at um at diamonds and you know what i know a stripper right now who is very suburban and definitely has adopted a street lifestyle and she is not that's not her you see what i'm saying you're she, right people like, just become victim to their environment i guess but it's she, also fun to be ghetto because like if you look at her in sexy red sexy red you can tell this no sexy red is really ghetto yeah exactly she she wear glasses with her makeup you can't you can't compete with that Without even trying. You said it again? I said, Summer don't give that. She can cut it off on off and on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is, she don't even be talking ghetto. She just has, she just does, like, ignorant stuff. Ratchet stuff. It ain't even ghetto. She just does, like, ratchet stuff. Ratchet stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shoot. Summer did a song with Sexy Red. Did she? At that gas station? Mm-hmm. Dang. Now she found her tribe. Okay. <laughs> That makes me think about the okay, so there's this little mess, you know Diera, right? So there's this girl, okay, so Diera, we know her from being Diera and Ken. But yeah. there's this other couple called Quee and Ken. And Quee is also from Memphis, right? Diera's from Memphis. She's got a Memphis accent, et cetera, et cetera. Now, this girl, Quee, people have accused her of copying off of Diera, just off of certain mannerisms. Like number one, her Memphis accent. Um, her man name is Ken. And just little things over the years. Now, I only found her because of TikTok. TikTok brought the mess to me. Then YouTube algorithm did a big one. So anyway, so on top of her, sound like Diera, because they both from Memphis. On top of her man named Ken, on top of the certain words she say, certain ad-libs, it just gave Diera. But somebody who's not from Memphis might be like, oh, that's just a Memphis thing. Anyway, fast forward. Quee and Ken done moved into the same neighborhood as Diera. Now, I think Diera is in a townhouse. And I and Quee and Ken is also in one. Got the same kind of furniture. Also, when it got the same kind of car. Now, granted, it's just a white Tesla, but it's a lot of similarities. Too many to excuse. You know what I'm saying? And so she's even made videos of um in the past, like crying, saying people saying she copping off Diera. Diera paid it dust because I feel like <laughs> Diera probably felt like yeah okay. But also I feel like Diera don't really address a lot of stuff anyway. But anyways, I'm just saying like the girl is very known that she's been said to copy her. But when she moved to Atlanta and realized it was the same neighborhood, Diera made this video saying she never doing a home tour again, which I never thought that was cool. At first, Diera was doing the, the videos and then she would have the background not blurred out. Then she would have it blurred out. But the thing about it in Atlanta, all you gotta do is ask a realtor or somebody that's like. 
like in that real estate space, and they you can find out where anybody lives. To especially if it's not like a regular compl- apartment complex. Yeah, like when she when she had the um um apartment in in Buckhead. Buckhead, yep. Easily knew that. And that's though. a video where that was a building where a bunch of other people that's famous also be it. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you move to the Mesa? Well, she from Atlanta, so she didn't know. But the Mesa, she's been in Atlanta in Atlanta since she was like really, I think seventh grade or something like that. I could be no, that's not true. I think it was after high school. Oh, I was yeah, 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 yeah. But the Mesa was very clocky. Yeah, I agree. But to be fair, I don't know if they really was who they really are now at the time they first moved in there. I could be wrong. Yeah. And also, people, you know, they really paved the way for the YouTube couple stuff. Maybe they didn't know the capacity of weirdness. I really don't know. But, shoot, um, even when they bought their land, that wasn't even hard to find. They tagged their realtor. You can look at listings that sold by a realtor and see, you know, who they sold what to, even if it's not in that person's name. And you can just put two and two together. And then when they're doing their blogs and stuff and they're driving, you can see a certain Starbucks in the background. When they post their Starbucks drink, you can see the store number. Like, little things like that is really easy. To, I'm just, I've done this before. I've seen people post stuff. And I'm like, oh, I know it's store T21 or something like that. Because I work for big retail companies. So I know a lot of these store numbers and stuff like that. Or I might patronize them myself. I'm like, oh, we go to the same store. And it don't take much. I mean, people ain't driving 45 minutes to go to a Starbucks so you don't know where they live at. They're going to go to the one by their house. Right. But anyways, so the reason why I brought up the Quee and Quee and De'Ara thing is um, people found old YouTube videos of Quee not even having the Memphis accent. Oh, and she is from Memphis, but it's almost like she was forced in this image and maybe she saw that it worked for her. Because, I mean, to me, if my man name is Ken and I'm from Memphis, people are definitely going to probably compare me to Diara, and it's going to get me some looks. But, yeah, man, so it just got real messy and it's still kind of messy to this day. But it's interesting. I'll tell you that. Even I mean, literally a lot of the words they she says is just very much like Diara. She don't look like her. She don't dress like her. But it's certain things where it's like she even did this whole video like she did a, a Laura Vey haul, which is Diara's sunglass line, which is fine. That's showing support. But I think it's also a little clickbaity. Like yeah. you know what the people gonna say. Mm-hmm. But I think that um I also have a complaint, and I know this be trying to like copy regular ass people, or just yes. like yes, that's so weird to me. On top of that, this is something I've noticed too, and I blame TikTok for this. People now are starting to talk with the same tone. I'm like, guys, oh my gosh, you can't believe this, but it's just like really weird. And if you meet them in person, they're not even talking like it. It's like this soft, antsy voice that they use. It's really weird. And I just hate that um, social media is causing everybody to want the same kind of lifestyle. Everybody wants the same type of furniture, the same type of clothes, the same perfume. And I get it. When something is cool and you like it and you can get it, you get it. But it's like, where is the desire to just be individuals? And maybe the people that are individuals just not posting on social media. I don't know. But I'm just seeing a high trend of people just literally looking just alike. Every time they post a rapper with his new girlfriend, I'm like, do they all look alike or do they just have the same style? I just really haven't figured it out. No, I I actually get irritated with stuff like that too because like I can specifically remember my first time going to New York. That's when I, I noticed it because I think that because I grew up in a space where people always did that, like whatever was trending at the time, everybody had it. And yeah, it, you know what I'm saying. The same shoes, same clothes. That's how we grew up. Like that's all. I'm pretty. Is your mic connected? Yeah, you can't hear me. Uh, it just sounds like echoey. That's crazy. Can you hear me now? Oh yes, I can definitely hear you now. What happened? I don't know. My mic wasn't connected. 
It um, wasn't and it wasn't. Or, or was I sounding like that the whole time? I feel like you might have sounded a little closer before, but it still had that echo. But now it sounds like you want a studio. Because I am. Oh, um, right. But what did you saying <laughs> about New York? <laughs> I was saying that my first time I went to New York, um, I noticed that everybody looked different. Everybody had their own individual style. And it was... and. It was probably normal for them, but for me looking at that, I was just so in shock because I'm like, everybody looks cool, but nobody looks the same. Everybody mm-hmm. has their own style. And so from that, I was like, I have to figure out what I want to look like because I don't want it to be a thing where it's like you looking at me and you're like, oh, he looks like so-and-so or he looked like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need mm-hmm. I need my own look. What do I like? You know, I had to just really reevaluate myself at that time but that really opened up my eyes and now I, I look at life like that I feel the same way I hate that everybody looks the same everybody has the same surgery uh, they have the exact same teeth they wear the yeah. same clothes like you said the same perfume they drive the same cars literally have the same purses like I don't even think that Birkins are a shocker to me anymore and that sucks because of how the bag used to be to me like just Mm -hmm. looking at it and how uh, you know a status symbol that was and how great it was to have one not saying it's not great to have one now but everybody keeps saying oh i'm buying it because it's an investment here's the thing now they're mass producing these bags who's to say that in 10 15 20 years people are going to be buying that because there are so many birkins now well, I think they probably mass producing the fakes because apparently it's really hard to get your hands on one. Yeah, but yeah, you like, but no, you're right. You it's just like, and I think it's cool to be inspired. Obviously, I remember one time. Okay, so I bought this purse today, and it's because I saw this girl at the airport in Vegas, and I was like, "Oh my god, I love your bag!" And she told me the designer, and it's it's she's from France, and the brand is based in France. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I want this bag. Now, I'm no copycat. I don't even consider myself the half style. I just wear what's comfortable and what go together. I'm yeah. not one of them girls. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely, if I see something that intrigues me, I'm definitely interested. But I'm not, like, shopping the look like how people... I, maybe it's fashion over fault. Yeah, the, I don't know. It, it is fast fashion. It is, it is fast fashion. And I hate fast fashion because the looks are mass produced. Like they come out with so many looks that mm-hmm. I, people don't even really get to enjoy their clothes like that. Like I spend money on my Especially clothes. Especially because they're so cheap. It's like, but you just churning out outfits. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost like, okay, stuff just getting old in two months. Like, no, it's mm-hmm. not. I spent almost, not tw- I spent like $2,500 on them boots. I'm about to wear these boots for about five years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not about to just stop wearing them. Just, like, I spent money on this. Mm-hmm. It's a, I, I, I don't know. I feel like no, I was, you falling, right. I was falling, that, falling into that trap at one point. Like, I would just be buying things, just buying stuff, buying stuff, buying stuff, wear it once or twice, and then you just never see it again. So now yeah, I, I mean, I feel like point. we used to be like that when we was younger, but we was just young and we had our, we was doing our big one, but yeah. we used to feel like we didn't repeat outfits. Now, I don't give a darn. I mean, I hardly even post what I wear and stuff like that. But trust me, everything y'all see me in, I'm wearing it again, honey. That's And that's why I say it's important to have personal style. Because I think the reason why people do that is because they hop from trend to trend to trend to whatever. But it's like, what do you like? Mm-hmm. Now, it's yeah. okay to try stuff and do different things, okay? Obviously, you don't have to stay in one category. But... 
if you did know your style, you wouldn't be ha- you wouldn't shop that much. Like it wouldn't be, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, how you I can change it. pieces. Out. Yeah, I agree. And I think that I don't think that everybody just has style. Some people just put clothes on. I think I'm one of the people that just put clothes on. But I do think sometimes maybe maybe people force a style because they. I've seen certain um women have certain women just. I'm like, dang, like I want to like redo my wardrobe, but I'm like, it's not even me. That ain't even yeah. my thing. I've never but actually even if you tried it. Like you, like, I want to kind of try that to see how they look on me or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, give me some biker shorts and an oversized t-shirt <laughs> and a tail for a bag and some Crocs. <laughs> that's me. Honestly, that's me right now. Like I have just fell in love with basketball shorts recently. Like I got on some now. I love basketball shorts. You give me some basketball shorts. What kind? Like in. the like the NBA style or like some sweats? No, they're the so so you can see. Oh, maybe you can't. I can't see. <laughs> Oh, but I'm like, for real. Okay, you know what I think of basketball shorts? I think of when you go to a random basketball court and they got them big old Charles Barkley shorts. No, I have on like, I mean, they got money print on. They're like stylish, but I love Do you have the like one this. with the emojis? No. See, this <laughs> this is Chinatown Market. I And I used to buy everything from Chinatown Market. But Now, is that um, the literal Chinatown Market or that's a brand? So it was a brand um, called Chinatown Market that was very popular maybe like two, two, three years ago. But it was popular for a minute. And they ended up getting sued because of their name after being in business for like five or six years. So they ended up People get- got to cover your behinds. Yep. They ended up getting sued because they said that, that, was, um, that they were appropriating... Chinese culture uh, with the name, blah, blah, blah. So they changed their name to, I think, um, just market. Mm. And people start wearing it. Because the whole oh. point of was buying it because it said Chinatown market and it'll be on like random pieces of clothes. Yeah, I like, wish people, when they start business, they would think about stuff like that. Especially yeah. when you get big. There was this podcast called, I think it was called Opernomics or something like that. But Oprah sent them a cease and desist because how y'all just going to use my name? Right. Obviously, you're going to get attention to your podcast because you're using my name. And you don't even, you know, you didn't build this brand. But yeah, yeah. No, I, don't, I don't like that. But I can't say that because my because my uh, stage name is Draco and everybody used that name. I yeah, well, you wasn't first. Shoot. I really was. Harry though. Potter. Was Harry before... Potter, Draco Malfoy was in these streets first. I was I was Draco before Soldier Boy. He can't say that. He can't oh, say no, you Draco right. But me. the thing is, you could have actually trademarked your name. I know. I ain't know nothing about that. I'm from, I ain't know. And you, also, this is something I think about, too. A lot of stuff that goes viral or becomes really popular, people not just going to trademark everything they say. You know what I'm saying? Because it may not even have no value. You don't even know. And trademarks is not cheap to yeah. be doing off of every little quote. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. It's not, I mean, it is what it is now. But I actually trademarked my name, but I think I might let it expire because I don't really care no more. I, I'm not Alicia. Oh, that's cute. I mean... No. I would. I would still keep it just because I feel like that's cool. Somebody gonna try to use that for something. No, you're right. You're right. They might. I don't got a fight left in me. Y'all can have it. I'll do y'all my social media. I really <laughs> oh my know. gosh. Anyway, let's get into this episode. Who you got for Black Business of the Week? So, for Black Business of the Week this week, I have my friend Jacoby. Jacoby is from Atlanta. He's from the east side. I think he said he went to Stevenson High School. I ain't heard um, that name in a long time, Stevenson. Right, I ain't heard that in a minute either. When he told me that the other day, but 
Um, so Jacoby is a brand and talent manager. So he lives in LA now. He moved here maybe like a little bit after me. And so, um, uh, over the weekend, he put together a really, really, really nice event for his friend and client, Sonique. She has a brand that I shouted out before, um, Sonique Saturday, and they are popular for the bags that say, you're fake like this Birkin. Anywho, so um, her bag was featured in the new movie that just dropped, um, The Blackening. So they had a pop-up shop this weekend for BT. And when I tell you that event was everything, the venue was so fire. So the 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 venue I thought was so cool because the bar part was was actually built by Jack Daniels. The person mm. that owned the building had Jack Daniels come in and build a bar. It's a whole boutique. It Is has he still a whole live? Oh, you talking the company? The company. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The company. Not like actual Jack Daniels, but um, rolls them up. Uh, it has a the building has a basketball gym in there, but the guy who owns the building um makes custom cleats and basketball shoes. So he has mm-hmm. like a gym for them. He has a factory in the back. I mean, it was the they had a lounge up top, a restaurant. It was so crazy. Like if you look at that building, you would not think that was in there. It was crazy. But um the event was set up so nice. Um but yeah, I do want to actually, I told him over the weekend that I want to work with him uh, just because I don't have PR and I um, I do have a manager, but my manager is um, based on the East Coast. So I would rather somebody that's out here too, yeah. you know what I'm saying, just to help me. So um, hopefully we can work together in the future. He has um, other clients. Uh, what's this guy's name? I feel like he's so popular on social media. His name is like Obi, O-B-O. I don't know. Sorry, it doesn't know. ring a bell. Sorry. <laughs> I work but, at 9 to 5. Um, yeah, so his company is called Jacoby and Company. Uh, so that's his Instagram. His personal Instagram is just Jacoby. if you just want to get to know him um, on a personal level. But Alicia is going to put these in the episode notes for the queen. Yeah. yeah. Now, so what would PR be able to do for you? Is that the person who writes something on um, iPhone, Apple Notes when you do something so, wrong? Okay, so management can do this as well, but I feel like PR people for for me because I do I'm I'm trying to wiggle into the influencer market. This they can get me reach to brands and get me to like if I have events they can get me sponsors, they can get me like um makeup sponsors for makeup classes or stuff mm. like that. Um management usually is just for like bookings. Like they manage your bookings. They manage, um, you know, they negotiate your rates. That's what a manager is. PR is just book okay. The, that makes sense. The, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, with that being said, though, uh, my manager actually did just get me a partnership with Whippets, Whip Shots. And let me not say Whippets, so I think I'm on drugs. Yeah, uh, I'm like. He got me a partnership with Whip Shots, which is the whipped cream that Cardi B is she has it has the alcohol okay. in it so i y'all gonna see me do a little promo ad i just um reached out to this photographer to help me i'm gonna do a reel and a post so that's gonna be a start for it now i'm not getting paid for this this is just for so that i can have this type of content so that get the companies ball rolling, can yeah. see like okay he does do this type of stuff so now i'm just taking like free partnerships from people yeah and creating content for now and until i can you know, 
just so I can prove to them, like, okay, he he's good at this. Because I had to turn down um, some really good money. Um, I turned down three. I had to turn down three thousand dollars for a story post from Janelle Monae or Oreo. Why? Because I don't have that type of stuff on my page. She wanted me to, um, because her song is called Lipstick Lover, and obviously mm-hmm. I'm a makeup artist, and she wanted me to do a reel where I'm like, where we're playing the song, I guess, or singing a song, and then putting lipstick on, blah blah blah. But since I don't have like that type of content on my page, they just was they never reached back out. Dang. So I'm okay. like, okay, I have, I have to start putting this stuff out. But I'm about to say, do you have plans to create more content, like more intentional content besides like your actual sure. work? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just got that package today, so I'm gonna do that. But I do have other companies that I do, um, like makeup brands that I want to do and skincare um, brands. I said I was gonna start. I was gonna pretty much make my TikTok based around skincare and just like my personal life, like vlogger kind of yes, situation. Yes, please. Maybe, I really want you to do that. Even though I know you tell me the same thing. <laughs> I know, I know. But I just, I think now, I'm just, I'll just be so in the moment. Yeah, no, I, I get it. It's, it's hard. The record, and then it, when I do do it, the content just be so overwhelming because I have so many clips. Like, I still haven't did a damn reel for Italy. I have so many videos yeah. from Italy. No, it's a lot. Know. And it's and it's it's like you said, you really be living in the moment. And I get it. So it's just because I think I've been thinking about all the type of stuff I do. Even when I think about talking about the work I do, I'm like, I could really or even like when I check on my properties, I'm like, this is useful information, but I feel like I'll be forcing it or performing if I start to record stuff just to be recording it. I'd rather just snap I think a picture for me, once here and money, Once the money start coming in, and I hate it. <laughs> I hate for it to just sound like I'm doing it for money because I'm not. I this mean, is we just all literally, are. I mean, technically I am. But, yeah, huh, but this is stuff that I do on a regular, like without even thinking that people are getting paid for. So yeah. why not? You know what I'm saying? Like this is something that's natural to me. It comes natural. This is something I do all the time. I literally use about 15 products on my face a day like i i'm i'm really into skincare and stuff like that you're the poster so, child for skincare you feel me that's how i feel yeah no i agree with you yeah i i just i hung it up i just i just want my regular peaceful life i don't care about no content but i can see how you could benefit from it i just don't i just, need I just don't care i don't care i feel you i'll be needing the coinage okay i need all all the money i can get and I don't even want to, I feel like now, now that I'm older, now that I've had things and I've like experienced life and I know like, I feel like now if I, if I was to get in a position like that, that I would, I would be good. Well, go for it. Maybe, maybe you could start with something that you can do in one shooting, like story time, like story time about the time I met. I so hate like, story time. Really? Okay. Cause well, I don't ever watch them. Okay, like that's fair. Yeah. You know, there's some very successful podcasters who don't listen to podcasts. Yeah, I don't so, like. I don't like that. I get it. I, don't I know. get it. I'll figure out something. I'm yeah, even, at least even don't like, listen to me. I don't like creating content either. So, I think for now I'm gonna just do like skincare products, skincare, uh, and then just like when I be doing stuff, like if I go to a certain restaurant or, mm. you know. Maybe a little makeup. The first video you do going to go so viral and you're going to feel hooked because that's what happens. That's what I want. I need something that's going to help me put fire under my feet. 
Yeah. Well, good luck. I definitely. Keeping I definitely a fire think under my feet, child. You remember them little, um, them little Asian foot pills that we that we did? Yes, I've been saying for a long time I need to do another one. I just did one yesterday. Oh my god. The last one I did I didn't do nothing. So I'm like, is this? Did they change the recipe? <laughs> like, I need one. So I really need to fly to Atlanta and go to um, Candler Road and get a pedicure. But no, for real. Next time you come, we gotta go because I need to. I need to go to a podiatrist in general, but I need them to scrub my junk down to the DNA. Okay, <laughs> cool. So let's get into shop talk. So the BT Awards was this weekend, and um, you know, I really hate. I don't know where BT went wrong. I don't know if it was the decline in consumption of TV, or was it just the overall quality? I feel like people started started to look at videos less. Streaming came in, and binge watching came in. So I don't really know what was in, was BT's downfall. But I do hate that it's been like correlated with like ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it was because they played Baby Boy all day. I don't really know. But you know, BET is a network literally created for us. And not only do celebrities not really show appreciation for or any prioritization for it, it's just the overall quality. So I feel like a lot of the people that we saw on the red carpet, the awards was like influencers. It's just not, and there's nothing wrong with having influencers. I'm just saying it's about, it was based around music, black entertainment, television. So anyway. I do feel like it was a, like people didn't even put their effort into what they wore. Summer Walker was the best dress and she looked great. She looked yeah. really good. But everybody yeah. else. I hated I her know. makeup though. I hated it. Sorry. I'm sorry. I hated it. Well, you I can, did, maybe you I can do it next time. Good, um, I think that our generation um, has just caught up with us. I feel like stuff like that changes over every seven to 10 years. And I think it's time. And so the problem that I did notice is that they, that they didn't have a host. And the problem with that as well is that we, right we, we don't have a lot of like, for one, we don't have a lot of like celebrities with that are high, high profile that will even probably do that. They like well, BT I, I Awards. Heard it was the, oh, writer, no. the writer strike, but I, like you saying, maybe they could have had an artist or a celebrity. You're right. Yeah. It's like, dang, take take. I remember the first annual BT Awards because Bow Wow performed. B, Destiny's Child opened up the show. Yeah. I, it just was such a big deal. But you're right. Maybe that's what it is. People just don't show appreciation, and maybe BT don't have the budget. I really don't know, but you know, yeah. if and we don't understand this culture, because in this culture, unfortunately the influencers are the celebrities. Like I I realized that when Queen Naja when I first heard of her. Because I'm like, yeah, but who is Queen Naja different though, for real. Like, she why, switched. I didn't understand why they were like chasing her and she had like oh, big yeah. crowds of people. And I'm like, who is but that? She, what is she? But do? she has people that are fans of her music and didn't even watch her YouTube. Like me. I never watched her YouTube. Yeah. And it, I, yeah, love I feel her like music. it's either or because I feel like people who watch her YouTube aren't fans of the music. They just like her. Yeah, but she can sing down. Now she's a real talent, and I'm lying. I have watched her YouTube, but that was after I heard the music. Yeah. But, um. But yeah, I agree with you. So maybe they need to figure out how to how to tailor to their audience, and so maybe they need to get some younger talent up in there. I do know that they are also owned by MTV, and Tyler Perry is slated to um purchase it. But I don't want them to replace Baby Boy with Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Like, what are we gonna? <laughs> I think about things like you know, maybe they, you know, how we have like, the HBCUs have college football games. Maybe they can play HBCU games or black game shows. You know what I'm saying? Just things like it was yeah. back in the day. I mean, we had a lot of original content television on BET, 
And I mean, I'm glad yeah, they haven't. Not like, lazy, but I mean, it's a writer strike too. Budgets, it's just it's a but lot. Let's not add like BT ain't. But you know they what I'm put money in in that influencer show, the impact with Jada them because that's yeah. the celebrities now. You're right, and I wonder what's going on with that next. And so maybe if they continue, they coming to out with ta- a second season. Now is this College Hill? Is that on BT? This celebrity College Hill? I want to say yeah. Okay, I so say that's that. helpful. So they're doing things to get people there, but are they retaining them? They, you know, I just don't want them no. to ever fall under because I don't, you know, I want us to have Everything something for Everything is changing. Even the music award shows, they add, they have to add TikTok categories. I mean, that's cool. We had ringtone categories. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. all that is fine. It's just adapt in a way that will make people interested. Because I like the way that, I remember they did the, the BC Awards during the pandemic. That song was fire. Everybody had their own produ- produced performance. It wasn't even live. It was like, well done. Oh, I'm yeah. like, okay, BC. I'm like, oh, BT, they did they big when they on the come up. But and maybe this year was just ghetto because JT and Uzi. I don't know. But something <laughs> don't that, blame it on them. I'm saying it was just certain things that happened. You got sexy red performing in the aisles in front of Bobby Jones. It's just like, oh my God. They always did crazy shit. Rick James done did crazy shit at the BT Awards. Done said Listen, crazy I'm not stuff. I'm not denying that. But it's, I'm just saying in addition to the current client climate. Yeah. Them older people shouldn't have been there. Why? Wow, Bobby Jones is BT legend. I mean, let me not say it shouldn't have been there, but at the same time, just because where we are, like honestly, that show, the only thing that was like giving throwback for real was Tina Turner, the tribute. I wish BT would tell Stevie Wonder he can't be there. I'll cancel them. Well, he ain't gonna be able to they, see these people are... twerking in the aisle okay. anyway. So, right. I mean, no shade. You're not blind for real. I don't think okay. that's fair. I get what you're saying, but I don't think that's fair only because they are the ones that paved the way. And a big problem we have with a lot of the younger talent is they don't have any appreciation for the ones that came before they them. They don't. I, so I don't like to that. To exclude them will only further support that ignorance. Yeah, I, I don't like that. I feel like us, we were different. Like, we did when we were our artists and stuff, when they came up, they did that. They like, made sure that the person that came before them knew, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, I think it's about, because everybody... Now, everybody in this gener- generation take everything as dick riding. You can't even give people compliments. You can't give them props. They always associated with, oh, she kissing her ass or doing this Not to this only person. that, everybody thinks that they are it. They are... Everybody's an influencer. Everybody's important. Every They even think that they're doing certain stuff better. And because we are in this world of this 24-hour news cycle, instant gratification and consumption of, of, of content, it's hard for them to even care about something that happened 10, 20 years ago because there's so much that happened in the last 365 days to make them mm-hmm. not even care about in the, it. In the last 12 hours. Yeah, so it's just, you know, back in the day, you know, there was a time where to be a celebrity, like an artist, I mean, you had to be the triple threat. They'd be like, oh, this is this the one, right? And now it's all about who can go viral. I know, I never remember having 20 new artists every single day. It'd be like, you would you could see a new artist rollout. Like, when we first heard of Ashanti, it was like fed to us. Now we got Ashanti, Blushanti, Kushanti, Nushanti, Tushanti, <clears throat> Rushanti. They all came out the same way. They, and, they, and even if they never make another song again, don't nobody care because there's a replacement on the way. I just feel like it was just a little bit more. And I, that's not a problem necessarily, but it does have negative impacts. That's what I think. It's just a, I, a very I sacred value craft. To go back to promoting singles. Because that's yeah, the issue. Instead of doing People all these surprise drop a albums like this. And, and then they'll forget about it the next week, stop promoting it. When we were growing up, people used to do pop ups at clubs and, st- and club appearances to promote a they would single be a that they just came out. They'd sign an album 
albums, signing albums. You will see the billboards like you, all over the house. I would be on a whole club tour or a whole like, you know, just so that I could be in the people so that, you know, I don't know. They just Do you remember seeing you. people's album cover staple all over buildings? Yeah. Oh, they it was just one of those things. Oh, okay. I don't see that. Well, maybe because I'm in Cobb County, but I don't be seeing <laughs> it out here. But you're right. Though. I definitely think that they promote it, they post it, and then they expect their peers to repost it. But very very suddenly do I see press runs. Like some people, like Kiki Palmer on a exactly. press run for sure. Usher was on a press run. A lot of people that value, you know, their role in the industry, but a lot of the, everybody's doing surprise albums. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that surprise album thing, but it's not going to always work forever. It's not even a surprise anymore. It's just like, oh, got another album. Like, I feel like I get why Ghana did a surprise album because all eyes are already on him. But I do yeah. think to continue to push, I love, um, you know, I always watch the Breakfast Club interviews and anytime they interview somebody I never heard of, I always watch it and I learn something new and I become a fan. And that's how I get introduced to these people. But if they only post it to their stories or their social media, I, it'll never get to me. So I do think it's important to like really go on press runs, really promote. But I just think that with this age of consumption, people have just gotten lazy and they feel entitled and they just are hoping to go viral. Yeah. It's like if the song, if they drop a song, it ain't hitting Billboard, then move on. We and that's what sucks, one. too, because so many of our favorite artists growing up never had a number one record, but they are icons. Or Grammy. like, or Grammy. So I hate that people think... it's. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about how boxers, they want to be undefeated because of Floyd Mayweather. They don't want to lose a fight. And I'm like, that's not realistic. Somebody got to lose this fight. Yeah. So it's like people just have this... They just want if you're not if you're not top and then you think about even in the nineties because I see a lot of this banter about like a lot of um barbs try to disclaim um like Lil Kim and stuff like that talking about how she never had a number one record but in the nineties rap was not even being supported by all networks you no. it, it was not like it wasn't like openly accepted and Lil Kim was so unique in the way that she performed and the type of music she put out people was not trying to hear that I mean she was she's done interviews just even when she was younger about like people saying like what do you how do you feel about kids you know following your footsteps etc etc but i'm just saying right now it's such a different time and it's so much easier for people to have number one records it's not a lot of effort necessary to put your phone play a song put it on repeat you ain't you ain't get out the mud and get in line and go buy something billboard don't really tell me if a song is good or not because i feel like a lot of the songs in the top 10 are trash sometimes well, yeah, it's or just popular. And the fact that a song can creep back up. No shade of Mariah Carey now. A song can creep back up to number one when it's like decades old. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. But think about how hard it was to get a number one record when you had to go out and buy stuff. And, and, do you remember when we? I feel like we sound like some grumpy old folks. But, you know, <laughs> you used to be able to go to the CD store and hear a snippet of a song so you can hear what's on the album. But today... You can you got to stream an album to know if you like it, which benefits the artist regardless. You know what I'm saying? So oh, it's like for sure, yeah. 100 million people could have heard your album, but that don't mean they liked it. But because they listened to it, it's now, you know, a top album. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm messing with my feet. <laughs> yeah, it just sucks. I just, I just wish that people who were serious about music and not just trying to make money because music is so therapeutic. It's changed it a lot is. of lives. It's associated with everything we do. And I just, I just wish that it, I feel like music just sucks now. It just sucks. Yeah. It's just what um, it is. I keep an open mind just because I, like I said, I feel like the industry on all ends, whether you in makeup, hair, whatever, some of that stuff get recycled, but 
it's just about trends and you have to kind of get with the times, even if you don't. You know, I feel like just make it your own. I feel like I learn a lot from the younger generation, but I know that a lot of that stuff can't work for me. I respect it, I you know, but what I will do is I'll take inspiration from that and just make it my own, like, you know, where it does work for me. Yeah. Because um, I feel like if, if you want to be successful in this industry, you got to kind of, unless you are... Um, I don't know, even even companies that have been out for a minute and people that has been doing stuff for a minute, you have to kind of upgrade your 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 shit all the time. So I feel like if you're not that person that's paying attention to what's going on or whatever, you know, then you're gonna get stuck in the times and you're gonna make no you money. You mean the artists or as consumers? Um, the artists. Oh, okay. So you're saying they need to upgrade to be competitive? Not even just artists. I'm saying in all areas. So, like, if you make music, if you're a makeup artist, a hairstylist, um, like, clothing, if you if you are a producer that makes beats, you have to kind of be current in a lot of your stuff. You can make it your yeah. own. Because even, like, right now, you wouldn't be able to, for real, for real, get somebody like Scott Storch to make a beat in 2022 like if he hasn't made music in a minute he don't he haven't been updated it could be a hit yeah, or miss his if he don't collaborate with like another if, if unless he collaborate with like a newer producer or something like that if he's just doing it off the top of his dome it's gonna sound dated yeah no i can agree with that it's you almost know? like because it, it's, it's very few artists that are even from before our generation who've been able to stay relevant. Like people like Charlie Wilson, got it. You know what I'm saying? It's certain people yeah. who are, have been able to stay relevant. Even Usher, look at Usher. He's still dropping hits. And, and he's been able to stay relevant, stay on top of it. But I do think that make, you gotta got to have your ears to the streets. You got to stay in the know. You, you still got to have your own style. Don't copy necessarily, but do something that's like going to get people's attention. Because yeah, I hear a lot of songs. You what's going on. I hear a lot of songs sometimes, and I'd be like, would this be a hit if it dropped today? And I don't think so. Mm-mm. Think about Missy Ellie, Get Your Freak On. Would that be a hit today? That's Mm-mm. a hit. But I just feel like that style of music, it might not. And maybe it would. I don't know, because we have people like Doja Cat who makes like alternative style music, I guess. But it just still has to have a today type of vibe to it. Let's look at Beyonce. She's that type of person. Oh, yeah. She... Beyonce is a perfect example. They went from second nature <laughs> to... But she always... Kinda, 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 kinda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she be rapping. She like But the thing you know, is she never stopped. Hip-hop. She's she always stopped. been making music. Yeah, it's like you gotta live it. It's gotta be you. It literally it, you really you can't it has take to no breaks. You. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. Because I That's think that I the problem it. too is that I noticed that a lot of people they get successful and then they just plateau there. Like they just stop. They just they think like, it's gonna last forever, like the baby. I made it. I'm that girl. I sold this amount of records, blah blah blah. But it's like, okay, are you it's gonna like just twenty of y'all is that girl? Yeah. Unless you're investing in money or something else and it's like multiplying, you need to be in a studio or something to try to continue that success because you sitting yes. out of it too long, you're going to be... I feel like this generation has that. so many one-hit wonders. And I guess you can't even say one, three-hit wonders, Ice Spice Voice, two-hit. But I just feel like I don't think people's goal is longevity. I think their goal is to get the attention and become an influencer, just get paid for existing. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I just hate that... it. It has allowed us to accept so much mediocreness in music. Oh yeah, I think too. Um, the this generation's ears is just different. They like catchy stuff, and like I feel like it's not even more about the music; it's about the beat. 
Because even yeah. with me, I catch myself sometimes listening and stuff, and I'm and then I listen to the lyrics. I'm like, what? Why am I listening? Yeah, to this? and it's, it's normal to them, the but they were. It's normal to them because that's all they know. But to us, it's like, yeah. and and I know that our our parents' generation was the same exact way. So I hate to sound like that, but I think yeah. right now there is a literal drop in quality, like for real. So. Oh yeah, because everything is popcorn, easy. Yeah, and I do like popcorn. <sighs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just it annoys me a little bit. So it's refreshing when I get somebody like Summer Walker who actually can sing and makes unique music, or somebody like Doja Cat. And I'll even say Coco Jones. She's not really for me, but she has a great voice, and I can see that she's like a traditional singer, like how we know, like she actually is doing the thing. Let me tell you something. I keep my comments to myself just in case I have to run into. Um, I have a I have a a job with one of these people. Oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't feel don't. I, let me do the talking. I got you. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Good good. God speaks to these people. I'm an old head. Let them tell it. So God speaks wears me out. Really? <laughs> it's so funny. What am <laughs> I doing? So you got anything coming up that you want to share? Um, I'm going to Everyday People on July 9th because I'm buying a ticket right now. Boom. <laughs> um, that, nah, that, but that's only in LA. Huh? That's only in LA. No, they do it everywhere. They do it in Atlanta too. But the, oh, that's what they be having at it, Five it, Points. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, that yes. give COVID Central. I don't think I want that. <laughs> I cannot take you. Um. Oh my gosh! Send me. Oh, it's in my email. Um, so my friends are coming to visit me. I've been really homesick. Your friends? And... Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> well, you, I mean, so, some of my friends oh, there are you coming go. to to, to mm-hmm. visit me in about a week. They're gonna be here for a few days, so that's really gonna help me because I feel like I just been feeling lonely in a sense of like my friends. You know, like yo, the people that you that you know for a minute that know you. You feel comfortable talking to them about certain stuff. You feel comfortable mm-hmm. around them doing certain things. And it's so hard to do that with people that you don't really know like that. You yeah, know what I'm you saying? Don't you don't still kind of feel Especially them out. Especially weird L.A. people. And they, everybody not that ain't, ain't weird just because everybody not from here. But it, uh, I will say the weirdness is very, is a thing. So, um, I'm happy about that. Um, I'm going to be doing that shoot on Friday for the Cardi B shit that I was telling you about. I can't wait for that. Can you tell me and about then... that? What Cardi B is? Yeah. I'm doing the, the for, I'm doing a little ad thing for Whip It, for the Whip Oh, the, the, oh, I, I thought, okay. So it's her brand? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought she had a part, like a, um, a brand <laughs> deal. Oh, uh-uh, this hers. I got a, the box, got her face all on it and everything that they sent. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. And I saw that the uh, 7-Eleven campaign came out. Yes. I can't wait till the pictures come, but yes, he's the, I'm so excited. I'm glad that came out. Ain't no 7-Elevens um, here, I don't think. I didn't no. even go to 7-Eleven when I was in California. Because Quick Trip slay her. That's why. Oh, but don't do 7-Eleven even sell gas? Some of them do. The one by my apartment sell gas. Oh, okay. But not all of them do. 
Interesting. But even I'm just saying the inside, like Quick Trip got the five snacks. They got the five. They have so many different flavors of uh, slushies. They got uh, smoothies. Seven uh, Eleven don't got all that. They do got some some pizza that's decent. I'm good, and I'm kind of fools. <laughs> <laughs> I am a gas station food asshole, so you know. <laughs> But right. anyway, what you got coming? What you got going on? Um, so I have to unfortunately go to a funeral on Friday. Recipes to Pastor Wayne is the pastor I grew up with. My one of my close friends' dad. Um, oh my god! Yeah, and then this weekend I'm going to take myself to see a play called The Wiz Atlanta, and I somehow got to snag the very last ticket because I kept seeing people post it. I'm like, what is this? And um, so I'm going to see that this weekend. One of my friends is um having a grand opening for her event. Um, it's called Princess for a Day. It's gonna be opened up in Smyrna. It's like a pampering salon for be kids. A queen for a day. <laughs> Actually, you might remember her. You remember Najee? She used to work for Low Q. She used to date Thug. <laughs> I ain't um maybe. Okay, I might have to edit that out. But yeah, she opening a business. I'm going to support okay. her on Sunday. Um, okay. and then I mean Saturday, and then Sunday. I think I'm free. I mean, I'm off. Friday, I'm off all the way through the 4th of July, so I'm just going to rest, get my house in order. It's already in order, but I always feel like something else can be done, but yeah, honey. Okay. Is that what's going on? Is that what's going on? I can't on? wait to come visit. Uh-huh, yeah, when we get our, uh, you can stay, well, you probably going to stay in Marietta when you come down here, but when you want to get your pedicure. You oh, yeah. Uh-uh, racism. Sorry. All right. Definitely have to edit this episode. All right. Well, <laughs> all right, Charles. It's been another episode of OD Podcast. Holla at your girl. Talisha is tired. I'm I'll very tired. The world, girl, and girl. And Big mama done. Uh-uh. All right. Sorry. Good night. <laughs> <sighs>